conventional wisdom is that to be successful in life, you need connections to those in powerful places. As it says humorously on the doorways to some institutions, pull to get in. Indeed, you need pull to get in. To be successful in life, we are told, you need connections to those who wield the levers of authority. Friends or relatives in high places. Well, I would like to suggest all of us B'nai Yisrael, all of Klal Yisrael, we have a friend, we have a relative in the highest of places to bail us out, and that is Hashem Yisbarach, Hashem is in the highest of places. Let's tease this idea out from a mitzvah in our parsha. The Torah tells us in this week's parsha that if an individual is compelled to sell away their achuza, their familial estate in Eretz Yisrael due to poverty or other factors, it is a mitzvah on their karov, on their next of kin, to redeem their plot of land for them, to pay the buyer the money which was spent in order to return the land to their relative, the seller, and thereby restore his dignity and his financial well-being. Now, on a simplistic level, this mitzvah reflects compassion, empathy, the traits which one ought to show to their relative, to their next of kin when they're down and out. But I believe there is much more to it than that. A much deeper meaning to this mitzvah of Geulas Krovim, the next of kin, redeeming the field, which will become apparent when we study two examples of this mitzvah playing out in Tanakh. The first is in Sefer Yirmiyahu, in the story which is actually the Haftorah narrative to Parshas Bahar this week's Parsha. When it tells us that Chan, a fellow named Hanamel, the uncle of Yermio, was compelled to sell his field, and Yermio, his nephew, redeems the field for him in performance of our parsha's mitzvah. And the Nevoah continues that when Yermio redeems his uncle Hanamel's field, this is supposed to represent to the Jewish people a Geula message, a redemptive message that even though they are soon to go into exile, Golis Bavel, they have a future in Eretz Yisrael. They will eventually thrive again upon the land, as represented by Yirmiyahu buying back the land for Hanamel and Hanamel's family, showing this family's future in Eretz Yisrael. So this is the first example in the Tanakh of this mitzvah of Gulas Krovim being performed. It's interesting to note that in that story, the mitzvah of Gulas Krovim, the next kin redeeming a field, is not simply an example of a relative showing love and commitment to their relative, Yirmiyahu showing love and commitment to Hanamel, but actually serves as a global message to the Jewish people, a national message to the Jewish people, that you would be redeemed from Gullus. Which suggests there's more to it. There's some greater national Geula message in this mitzvah. First point to note. But let's move on now 
and trace a second example of the performance of this mitzvah, of Gulas Krovim, in the Tanakh. And the pattern will become even more apparent. The second example of the performance of this mitzvah is in Megillas Rus, which we are to lay shortly on the Yantaf of In Megillas Rus, we have Naomi and Rus, widows from the aristocratic family of Elimelech and Machlon, who are down and out. Their husbands have died, and they are compelled to sell their fields. However, the next of kin, Boaz, intervenes to redeem the fields. He is called the Goel, the Redeemer, in Megillus Rus, the next of kin who redeems the field. Well, in the context of redeeming the field, the, the liaison, the connection between Boaz and Rus increases and eventually becomes a marital relationship, a loving relationship. Boaz marries Rus, and from this relationship, David Amalek emerges and the Mashiach emerges. National Geula, enduring eternal Geula happens. Well, what a coincidence, in quotes, that once again, this mitzvah of a next of kin redeeming a field serves as the catalyst for the Geula of the entire Jewish people that we see twice, whether in the story of Yirmiyahu, we have the promise of redemption from Gullus Bavel, the Babylonian exile, surfacing through the performance of this mitzvah next of kin redeeming the field. And then we have in Rus, we have Boaz redeeming the field for Naomi and Rus, serving as the catalyst for the ultimate gula from our gulas in which we find ourselves. Certainly no coincidence. What this suggests is that somehow this mitzvah of the next of kin redeeming the field is really an icon for the hope of Geula from the Gaulists, which we are all yearning for. And when we think about it a bit, it becomes apparent how. Because take the circumstances of this mitzvah. An individual or a family must sell away their plot in Eretz Yisrael. This is the family's connection to Eretz Yisrael. Well, in a sense, that is the predicament of exile, of Gaulus on a national level. The entire Jewish people have abdicated and lost their claim to Eretz Yisrael, to their holds, to their stakeholding in Eretz Yisrael. Well, the fact that in the story of the individual or the individual family that loses their stakeholding in Eretz Yisrael, the next of kin intervenes to bail them out. What that would suggest through, by means of equation is likewise on a national level. When the Jewish people has lo- have lost their stake in Eretz Yisrael, they have a next of kin who will bail them out. And who, of course, is that Karov, is that relative, is that next of kin? None other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's called our Karov, our relative. Karov, Hashem Lachol Karov. Hashem is close to everyone who calls out to him. Certainly to the Jew who's down and out and calls out to Hashem, the Yid in exile. There is Geulas Krovim redemption of the relative on a national level when we lose our Chalak and our Tisrael. And our next of kin bails us out. That is Hashem, a powerful 
message which I'm suggesting emerges from this repeated connection in the Tanakh, that again and again this mitzvah of Gulas Krovimim in our parsha just happens to serve as the context for promises of Geula for the entire Jewish people from exile. And there's an additional clue to this suggestion, seeing the mitzvah of Geulas Krovim, the relative redeeming the field, as an icon of national Geula. Not only the examples of this mitzvah in the Tanakh in the context of national redemption. But think about the term which the Torah and then the Navi uses to describe this mitzvah of a next kin, of kindred buying back the field. The mitzvah is not described simply in legalistic terms as lekichas karov, the relative buying back the field, but is dramatized with a much more evocative word, geula, geulas krovin, redemption of the field. Now that word geula, on some deeper level, connotes imageries of redemption, imageries of the entire Jewish future. Geula. Indeed, the individual's loss of land is supposed to represent the national story of loss of land, Gullus, the promise of Geula, which in turn then happens when the next step can intervenes. That is, of course, Hashem, Karv Hashem Korov. When we are down and out, and perhaps on the human level, we do not have that connection to the individual in the position of authority, the individual who wields the levers of authority. We take solace, we take chizik in the knowledge. We do have a relative in the highest of places. Hashem, indeed in the highest of places, who is loyal and we, to us, and we have a direct line straight to him, a line which is much more powerful, much more dependable than any connection to a politician in a smoke-filled room or to a bureaucrat in an office or in a school institution. We indeed have a connection. Our relative is in a high position of authority, is in the highest of places. We are never forsaken. We are never abandoned.